0: Hi, and thank you for joining us for the Compass Catholic Podcast. My name is Caitlin Kano. I'm joined by my co-host, Diana Rojas, as we meet every week to explore personal finance topics from an authentically Catholic perspective. On this podcast, we explore the spiritual, emotional, and economic aspects of money. Thanks for joining us. Good morning,
1: Caitlin. How are you today? I'm wonderful, Diana. How are you doing? I'm great. I, I know I always say it, but I love these Saturday mornings where we get to get together. It uh, pushes me to get up a little bit earlier and do my prayer beforehand. So I always love these Saturdays. It, I think I texted you. I think it was like six o'clock your time and I'm like, I'm so excited. I can't wait to see you. <laughs> Sorry um, about that.
0: No, I'm already up because we have the puppy. So we're up anyways at at 5 a.m. and and taking her out. So it really wasn't a problem. I was on my computer, I think, at 5.30. Um, But yeah, might as well take advantage of the morning and and do our podcast rather than just hanging around and doing nothing until the kids get up. So Mm -hmm. I enjoy these. These are fun mornings.
1: One of the things I'm most excited about today is we kind of have implemented something new, our little guiding scripture or guiding um what should we call it, Caitlin? I don't know. We just not going to be just scripture all the time.
0: I think guiding principle. Just considering we also take into account catechism and, and teachings of the saints. So I think guiding principle is fair.
1: Yeah, so guiding principle. So um today our guiding principle for this topic is going to be from Ezra chapter 8 which I'm not sure about you Caitlin, but I don't think I can specifically remember like I'm going to turn to Ezra today and read from there. So it's it's interesting. <laughs> you know it's 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 I like to read from different different parts of the Bible. So Ezra chapter 8 it's verses 21 and 23. And it says, then I proclaimed a fast there by the river of Ahava that we might humble ourselves before our God to seek from him a safe journey for ourselves, our children and all our possessions. So we fasted seeking this from our God and it was granted.
0: Mm, I'm, th- I'm seeing a theme, I'm seeing yes. a theme.
1: <laughs> So I'm excited because if you guys didn't catch on to it, um, the word "fast" was mentioned there a couple of times, so mm-hmm. that's kind of exactly what we're talking about today: is a fasting in a sense of um, financial fasting, which is might be a new a new idea for you, um, for our listeners. But we've been praying about this, and we wanted to put this out for you guys. So, um, Caitlin, what's your experience with fasting? I'm curious.
0: So, I think my experience with fasting is probably similar to most. Cradle Catholics, right? Like you have the traditional fasting in Lent. Um you get your McDonald's fish fillet sandwich and you know like you abstain from meat and that's these different things that we do traditionally as Catholics. And there are a few times that I do fasting because it is like really important to your spiritual growth and development. And once you've done it, mm-hmm. you realize it does kind of change your perspective on things. So it is a powerful tool. That being said, it wasn't something I've always integrated into my life, like on a regular basis, but it is important. And it's something we we should be thinking about as Catholics. Um, I was listening to a, a busted halo podcast. I love their stuff. Their stuff yeah. is so good. And um, father was talking about uh, the tradition of abstaining from meat on Fridays, how it was like a constant, every Friday thing. When they lifted the call to abstain from meat on Fridays, they did not lift the call to fast on Fridays. They just lifted the whole meat thing, and we forget as Catholics that we're still called occasionally to withhold something from ourselves mm. for our own spiritual development. So I love that episode, and I'll probably put the the link to that one in our our show notes just because I love what they do at Busted. It's so good. Yeah, but um, but I think it's important that we remember that fasting is part of our spiritual development, and I am not the f- I'm. not great at it. So I want to work on it. It's something I want to work on. So I loved it when you mentioned this topic a few weeks ago and we're talking about um, topics to talk about. But what's your experience?
1: Kind of same as yours. You know, like growing up, it was definitely something we did during Lent. And I remember for me, it was coming home during Lent and there was always fish sticks in the oven. like, yes, fish sticks. So it wasn't even a fast because I was so excited to like have the fish sticks. Mm -hmm. So it didn't feel like I was giving anything up. But Um, Yeah, along my journey, I've learned the like the same things and the benefits of fasting and how beautiful it can be. And I remember I had one really powerful experience with fasting. Um, One Lent, it was a Lent, but each year that I've kind of grown in maturity, I've tried to make my fasting more purposeful, more meaningful, I guess you should say, and something that's really going to be a challenge, but not impossible. I think that's something important when you're fasting is that it has to be something that's you're going to feel it, but you're not going to. It's not going to be so impossible where you give up. So for me. I love podcasts. I love music. I love that kind of like, beautiful noise is what I call it. And But it was just that, right? It was noise. So I fasted from, I, my fast for Latin was from music and podcasts. I remember I was so excited to tell my friend. I called him and I told him and he was like, you're crazy. I'm like, I know, but it's going to be so awesome. And I was like, "I, you know, I just can't wait to like, you know, sit in silence. And I know it's going to be hard, but I was so excited about it. First of all, a couple days later, he was like, so I tried um, your fast from music and can I join you? And can we be like accountability buddies during Lent? Not, mm-hmm. I'm like, see, I told you, but that Lent, Caitlin, I had like, when you make room and space for God to talk to you, like he will talk to you. And I heard so clearly from him that Lent. And that's been an inspiration for me to like continue those kind of fasts throughout the year. So I know for me, when I, find myself getting restless, right? I will purposefully, um, for me, music is a big thing. Um, so I will fast from music for seven days or 10 days or whatever, just to kind of refocus and come back to where I'm at. So, um, not perfect at it, but I see the, I see the the blessings that come from it. So that kind of is what gets me through it. And I'm grateful to have some friends where we kind of hold each other accountable. We'll text each other on Fridays. We're like, all right, girls, like today's our fasting day and we all fast from something different. Some do social media, some do meat, some do sweet. So it's just nice to have people to hold you accountable. But it is such a gift to fast. And um, yeah, and and I think a lot of us, I know for me especially, I I didn't realize it was something that we still do now. It's a very Old Testament thing, right? Like in my research, I found um, on a website, it's called Seed Time. But um, they're talking about all these fasts of the Old Testament, right? Uh, Nehemiah fasting Um, praying for for the children of Israel because they were in trouble. Daniel was fasting, and he was um, praying to draw nearer to God. And David was fasting, and he was fasting for repentance. And Paul and Barnabas were fasting, and um, they were presenting the leaders of the church. And Mm -hmm. there's so many episodes of of people fasting in the Old Testament, and I think it's easy to get, like, oh, it's an Old Testament thing to fast. But, I mean, even Jesus fasted, right? That's the whole idea. He spent 40 days in the desert fasting fasting. in preparation for the start of his ministry. And so what we're trying to do with you guys now is bring that into our our day and time and kind of guide you in a financial fast. And like Caitlin said, the, the important part of fasting is, is to grow deeper, right? To grow deeper in prayer, to grow deeper in our relationship with Christ. So that's going to be like the main point of all of this is growing deeper, but we're going to kind of guide you along that.
0: You know, Diana, I was reading this book, and it's called um, Spend Happy, and I'll need to think of the author. It's a really good book, but it talks about how um, with our personal finances, what can we do to bring more joy into how we spend our money rather than causing stress? And one of the things that this author talks about, it's a really good book. I recommend it. I'm going to put it in the show notes as well. One of the things she talks about is making things treats. And I feel like that's kind of a secular way of saying occasionally fast, right? So if you have chocolate Mm -hmm. every single day, you're not going to enjoy and savor the moment of eating that chocolate and the experience and letting it be experiential. It just becomes something you do every day. And when you remove it or make it like a treat or, you know, essentially just Make it less of a habit and make it something that you enjoy more and you're more mindful of, then there's more enjoyment around the experience. So I think, you know, in addition to bringing us closer to the Lord, which is the ultimate goal, like that's what we're trying to do is grow our relationship with God. But there's also benefits for us, and that you realize that these things are treats and they're blessings, and you know that that you enjoy the experience more when you do have it rather than just taking it for granted.
1: So what we're proposing is a 21 day fast, and there's four things that we're going to focus on as far as getting you started and kind of walking with you in this in this fast. So the first thing um, is to identify your needs, and this is something that. Um, I always talk about being honest with ourselves, about being honest with yourselves. Needs are not, I don't need to get my coffee in the morning from any specific place. I don't need to go out to eat. So your needs are really like what you need to survive physically, like food, you need shelter, you need your car, but really bear down and list your, and really make a list of what your needs are.
0: I think it's also important just to be aware of, um, you know, just the creep that we've maybe allowed mm. over the past year or so with we've been stuck in our homes, and maybe now we're getting back to work, and we're allowing ourselves to treat ourselves a little more occasionally. And um, that may be something that you just kind of have to be aware of and and remove from your budget during this fasting period. Um, and, you know, there's, it's not so black and white, like needs versus wants, like, it's not so much of that. It's just a matter of Removing the luxuries that have pre- crept in.
1: Yes. So with this, um, once you have identified your needs, um, that is you're committing to 21 days of only getting those things. So that's like basically food, housing, medication, and other things that you need to survive. So after that, I, the next step that we're going to encourage you to do, and you can actually do this if you go to our website but we're, we're going to encourage you to keep a spending journal or tracker or something where you can write down every purchase that you make mm-hmm. this might seem tedious but i think it's really important i know that when people are trying to get back into their their health and be more active they write down everything that they eat everything that they work out so it's the same thing everything you spend write it down um Caitlin, can you speak on the spending tracker that we have that they can probably use for this
0: Yeah. So they can go to compasscatholic.org and download a spending tracker there. It's just um, essentially an Excel spreadsheet where you can track all of your expenses over the course of the month. Um, So I encourage you to go and and find that if you are an Excel person. Um, I use my app for spending tracking. Um, I use a, a YNAB app and I've had really good luck with that. So it's not so much that you need to use our tool. It's that you use a tool to like track your, your spending. So what do you use? Diana?
1: I, I, I personally love the Excel sheet that we have mm-hmm. on Compass Catholic. Cause I love Excel sheets. I've told you that before. And my friends all laugh at me, but, um, I just like the way that it's set up and for me, it's very easy visually to like input it into there. So I think I'm going to stick with that one and there's a downloadable one or one you can print out. Um, so I think I'm going to use it on the computer and just every day at the end of the day for me, I like journaling, my journaling happens in the beginning of the day or the end of the day, but in the beginning of the day, I haven't spent anything yet. So I think I'll do this at the end of the day
0: and yeah. kind of sit
1: and write everything down. Um,
0: Cause I personally get up in the morning and have my cup of coffee and I'll, you know, uh, do my prayer time. And then I get my app to download my activity from the day before and then categorize and track um, that way. Um, but I think it's a matter of just committing to a certain time of day and making a routine around it. So, like, there's other things built around that routine. So, me having my prayer time triggers me to check my um, my spending habits after that. Mm-hmm. So, I, I think just think of it that way. It's not a matter of committing to this thing um, in isolation. Like, build it as part of a, another routine that's going to benefit you as well.
1: It is really easy when something is isolated to like, oh, this is so hard, I can't do this. But when you're just yeah. kind of integrating it into something else, you just add one extra step to it um, so that's a really great idea I like that a lot yeah
0: thanks. do you keep your receipts
1: I don't um I do I do most everything as far as money wise digitally so like mm-hmm. e receipts or I, I send it to my um like I whenever they have the option I send it send an email they' send a text message receipt I don't I don't like having the paper aspect of it but um I do check my bank account pretty regularly and I I make sure that, okay, I did not spend that. That was not me or that was me or,
0: yeah. I, I do remember our, our founders, John and Evelyn, when they were on their aggressive debt payoff and doing their debt snowball and everything else um, before they, they grew the ministry, this is when they were dealing with their debt load. They made a rule and a promise to each other. They would both carry around like a little notepad, like a, you know, okay binder thing or what is it called those little notepads that we used to have for writing homework assignments and they carry that around and every time they made a purchase they had to note it in the notepad and then they would in the evening come together and and track their purchases and I remember Evelyn saying there was many times where they didn't make a purchase just because it was a pain to take out the notepad oh my (laughs) goodness well (laughs) to to track it so I don't know I just always thought that was funny
1: the third step is something that I really like and I think it's it's Doesn't really have to do with money per se, but I think it gives a new perspective. It's focusing on your contentment, your thankfulness, and giving. Um, Kayla, you know, I'm curious. Can you? I always struggle with the word contentment. Can you kind of give us a good definition or a good way to think about Mm. that without thinking of like being complacent? I always want to make it like complacency, but it's not
0: complacency. You know, there's so many great quotes about contentment in general, but basically, what contentment focuses on is. It's not about having all that you want, right? Contentment is about appreciating what you have, and I think that's the that's the difference there. It's just a change in mindset. It's not a matter of like you know being lazy, like you said, or, or just sitting idle. It's a matter of appreciating what you have. When we think about um, you know what does it mean to be satisfied or to have wealth, and really there is no definition of wealth or being rich. Like it's, that's not really a definition because the world always tells you there's one more thing you can have. There's one more, you're never quite enough, but contentment tells you because you're a child of God, what you have is enough and appreciate what you have. So, um, I think it's just a change in in mindset. And I think the important thing is to make contentment a behavior rather than a feeling you're waiting for it to hit you and you're waiting for that emotion of contentment. It's not a, an emotion per se. It's something that you practice it's something that you do and it's something that you integrate into your daily life. So if you're waiting for the emotion of contentment to hit you, like it's time to, uh, to take some action here. Let's practice contentment.
1: Yeah. I love that. I think a great way to practice contentment, right? To practice thankfulness and to practice giving is to, if you're already journaling at the end of your day, whatever you spent, go ahead and just add a little piece of something you're grateful for, or a few things you're grateful for, or maybe list a couple of your blessings. I know for me, um, I try and do an examine at night and I, I will, before I go to bed, just even if it's just say three things I'm grateful for, and it really makes you realize how much we do have to be grateful for. Um, so just part of your journaling practice, whether you're going to join us in the fast or not, I think a great practice is just listing your blessings and things that you're grateful for. The last step or the last, the ultimate goal for all of this is to grow in prayer, right? So we kind of mm-hmm. have touched on that into these topics, but I'm um, just kind of growing in prayer and growing in your relationship with Christ. That's what this is all about. Um, That's what, that's what we live. That's what we live for is just to, to have a relationship with him. And so uh, we're, we're praying that this will help you to grow in your relationship with Christ and growing in your understanding that, well, we always say about being good stewards that it's not ours, it's his and just trying to use, the blessings that we have to bless others and to enhance our lives.
0: Growing in prayer is the goal. I mean, like why do anything in this world unless we're going to be growing closer to him. So, you know, we need to make a a conscious effort to connect our daily financial habits with what we're called to be on this earth, which is, children of God growing his kingdom on earth as it is in heaven, right? So
1: Caitlin, just before we close, how can we encourage our listeners to join us? When are we starting? What are the kind of like the logistics of how this is going to look? And um, how can we encourage our listeners to join us on this journey with us?
0: So we are at the last couple of weeks in December here. And what I encourage that we all do is just make this a new year's resolution um, and, and do this together just because it gives it a nice, even round, number to start on the first, right? I propose that we all start on January first. Uh, we conclude on the twenty-first, And we go through this journey, this journey together. Um, and we'll we can do some posts on Facebook and, and grow community that way. Um, and we also have our uh, stewardship in real life, uh, Facebook group. So you can join that group and we can support each other. And like you said, accountability, that's huge. That's a huge component is, is keeping each other accountable. Iron sharpens iron, you know, yeah. let, let's let's uh, keep each other growing as financial disciples and, and share experiences and share our, our pains and share our weaknesses and grow in those together.
1: I think I really want to encourage our listeners, if if this is something that you feel called for or called to do with this first, like pray with it, right? And and if you're going to join us, I would love to get to know you guys. So send mm-hmm. us an email um, or, or follow us on, on our social media platforms and send us a message letting us know your name and maybe like, maybe just your, your inspiration for doing this. Like, what's your, what's your idea behind joining us on this fast? I would love to get to know you guys and just do this together and have some names to pray with during this, this 21 day fast. So if you're interested in this, please send us an email, send us a message somehow and we will uh, walk with you on this journey together.
0: Yeah. And I'm I'm wondering, I'm going to speak out of turn because I haven't gone over this with you yet, but I wonder if someone has a a good, fasting story to tell maybe we can have them on the podcast.
1: Yes, absolutely. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. We love we love having our listeners on the podcast. So definitely I love that idea. But if you're listening, know that we are praying for you. Even if you don't join us, we're still praying for you on your journey financially and spiritually. So um I can close us in prayer unless you have a desire to uh Caitlin.
0: <laughs> no, no, go ahead. I'm just excited. This is going to be a fun journey.
1: Yeah, I'm really excited. Mm-hmm. I really am. In the name of the Father and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. Lord, we thank you for this inspiration you've given us. We thank you for the opportunity to to know you and to grow in relationship with you. We pray for the strength that we need to, to fast, Lord, in whatever capacity we are able to fast and to make that a prayer for you and with you. We thank you for community. We just pray for each one of our listeners, Lord, that they may be inspired by something that we said and they may they may grow in their in their relationship with you as well. Thank you, Lord, for this time and this opportunity, and we just we know you we know that you hear us and you will bless us abundantly. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. In you know the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. If you liked it, would you please subscribe and share it with a friend? We'd love to hear from you. If you have any questions or ideas for future episode topics, You can email us at podcast at compasscatholic.org or you can give us a call at 407-878-7637. We are so happy to be on this journey with you.